What is even up? It's your boy Crabman here with my boy Hackenstein. It is so much easier to point at you when you're here. <laughs> Welcome to the hypnotic hoot out. Welcome. Welcome. How are Welcome. you doing? <laughs> um. Uh, I have to admit, I um, I'm getting tired. <laughs> <laughs> Getting tired of crunching. Man, yeah. I mean, I noticed it yesterday when it was like half past 11 and I got tired and wanted to stop working and did. Um, yeah. Sorry, I just, just <laughs> wanted to get the mic a little bit. I just noticed it's very, very nut center, so. Just so people hear us about evenly. Sure, sure, sure. There we go. So, crunching, what's up with that? Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I think I've come to a point where I'm kind of happy with the game now. Mm -hmm. I mean, there's a lot of things missing. So much missing. Hello, but Friedrich and Jana, hey, hey. maybe? Wait, no, that's Red King's Lair, that's Jana. <laughs> That's probably both, right? Hey guys. <laughs> Painting a room in our apartment. Ah. Well, what fun. Like fun. <laughs> yeah. Oh, and someone else. Is uh, that Diablo? Raccoon to you, too. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I'm almost. Yeah, you're happy with this? <laughs> Driving me crazy with your fiddling around. Ah. Uh. There we go. Now it's... Are you sure? <laughs> I can give you a minute. <laughs> well, that's always yeah, the problem with the time yeah. when we are... Hold this. Okay. That's why I'm also a bit out of breath because the last minute I spent running around so quickly trying to <laughs> get the setup done. Time got away from me a little bit. Time is a fickle... Mistress. Mistress, that's the word. Right. But don't you feel like now we're really kind of low in the frame? Oh, no. Wait, okay, I'll sit like this for a minute and it feels like it's, it's fine. <laughs> okay, a little bit higher than you. I feel. Oh, slighted. Anyway, um, crunching, right? That's, that's yes. what we're talking about. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, so, so the game, the game, the wizard game. The wizard called, game? Yeah, wizard. It's called, some, some call it like that. Yeah. Mm. No, it's, it's playable. It's got all the sound effects, it got the, some of the remaster tracks, or all of them. Did you finish all? Those were all of them, yes. Yeah, I lost track. <laughs> I just <laughs> copied them over as soon as he gave them to me. Did uh, the file names fit? Because I just named no, them. No, I don't know. I had always to, to <laughs> <laughs> look at it. Goblins is obviously Mountains too, but See, Mountains was the right name, yeah. Anyway. Mm. <laughs> um, yeah, but... There are only four spells missing, three now, because I implemented another one just now. Um, and it feels so complete that I that I'm not in stress anymore. So the stress energy is missing. Oh, so and now you're slowing down because of that. Yeah, yeah. And, and the new stuff, I mean, the, the like the spells or like the enemy behaviors, it's not so interesting of a challenge anymore. It's just mm, like... Okay. Just like finishing it up, and it's it's exhausting. It's 
it's getting exhausting. I mean, I still had energy to do like a little bit of menu cleanup and implementing the magic shield. Yeah. Yeah. So, but yeah, it's getting along. I mean, I was wondering if we, we upload the first version to Steam today, maybe? We can do that. Yeah, because then they have time to do the whole thingy. Yes, we need to recertify it, a couple of things. Um, yes, well, why not? I mean, yeah. I don't even know what they're doing exactly, uh, if they're just giving it a quick, quick malware scan or whatever. But the thing is also, once you've done this, they never check again. You can upload and change as you please. So yeah. I think they started at least once, right? To see if there are maybe some errors in the. They don't yeah. because I mean you you've probably also heard a bunch of those scandals where like a game like one of those shovelware things on Steam right. it doesn't even start because it didn't come with the executable file or something. I <laughs> heard something. So, like so I'm not sure what the what the quality check or whatever is yeah, actually let's, about. Let's add something. <laughs> check if they started the game <laughs> it's up upload a broken version and then just see if they say yeah that's cool <laughs> <laughs> you go guys <laughs> that'll be what 30 percent that's that's outrageous every time i think about that we basically only get half of the money that people pay for it yeah but including taxes in germany as well yeah, sure, but still, we only get half. I mean, like, uh, the ridiculous part, I guess, is that the 16% taxes does more for us personally mm. than the 30% we, we pay Steam. They're just paying us because they have the most players. But the players are, you know, they're not there, theirs to... Anyway, I mean, they have... Uh, I mean, Steam is a great service, all in all. I mean, they have cool chat they have the voice now they do a lot of stuff but still 30 percent. it's just it's rough <laughs> and it's, it's really a lot it when you think about it right because it comes off every single copy that is sold yeah. like they make so much money off the millions of things that are sold on this like a third that's so much <laughs> yeah. crazy <laughs> yeah. uh, oh well it is what it is maybe when it's done we can put it on epic or something in addition. Yeah. Maybe. I mean when it's done done. Now it's just early access. I can't I can't think that far anymore. <laughs> <laughs> One day in a year. I promised people a year in the early access notes. Oh, that we will be one year in early access. Well they ask how much how long approximately will ah. this be? And I said, well, and what is the word? An optimistic mm. guesstimate would be six months, so probably twice that, if not more. <laughs> yeah. That sounds reasonable. <laughs> yeah. I've actually been uh, in contact with. Um, is it Secret Item Games? Not sure anymore. Some dude on the Discord. Sorry, dude, for <laughs> forgetting who you were. Uh, about like porting for console. Mm -hmm. I told them that I, I we don't have any money. But he seemed fine with that, so um, and asked us if we, like they they looking for something to port in the first quarter, quartal, quartal, the quarter, quarter, all right, <laughs> first quarter of 2021. 20, um, and I thought, yeah, well, we could try. 
but then we'll have to have the roguelike finished in March. Until then, it's, it's very optimistic. Um, but yeah, we'll, we'll talk again in, I think, December. Or, yeah, I think in December about if, how, and whatever else. Because apparently, if you launch two consoles and he wanted to do a retail release as well, uh-huh. then we'd have to include, uh, have everything included more or less because most people don't really <coughs> do updates or they don't care for updates. I don't know. I don't know the console market, but he was really um, adamant about have, us having right, like everything in there and more or less finish the early access part or at least the roguelike modes because like the level editor I wouldn't have for the, the switch and everything and the consoles wouldn't get a level editor anyways so okay yeah we'll see we'll see that still feels somewhat tight yeah it feels too tight because uh, when I release the game I want to relax and I don't want to have the stress to get everything ready for the next but does he say like the roguelike mode is like an essential feature, or could we just the base game and say that's the game? Well, he was um, he was um, saying that the the price point is an important thing, and they they want the price that's at least like twenty dollars, mm-hmm. or I think he said everything under twenty five dollars is a bit of a problem for them. Okay, because it's too cheap for consoles or something like that. I don't know. I, I really hadn't uh, the space of mind to know, sure, sure. to engage. But uh, as I when I when I saw it in the Discord, I was like, oh, man, I gotta grab it. <laughs> it's another <laughs> chance to make money out of this project. And of course, um, okay, I'm gonna fiddle again. We want to make money. Okay. Yes. Um, so have you already told us the state of the game? Are you done with? What you've been up to this week? Mm. It's really hard for me to say what, I, what I've done this week because if you work like every day, it's really hard to say which day it is uh, or isn't. Yes, uh, it's so distracting. But yeah, I'm a lot sharper now. Right? I appreciate it. Well, yeah. What did I do this week? Yeah, well, I think this week we basically finished the game. A game. Mm. game, not the game I, I want to finish. There's still a lot of missing, but it's playable from the beginning to the end. You've got a story, you've got lots of cool spells, like the basic spells. Um, well, there are three, no, two blood spells missing, but except that, and like. I think the vampires, they don't turn invisible and uh, <laughs> the necromancer doesn't summon anything, but you can play it through. Um, yeah. And it kind of... It's kind of good, right? That's, that's <laughs> it nice. is. So, yeah, I mean... We, we wanted to, to get give it to the age rating uh, yesterday. Mm. Um, I asked uh, the funding people if we have to have an age rating mm-hmm. uh, for the release or if we have to have it uh, when we write the the Abschlussbericht the 
Final report. Final, final report, <laughs> but I haven't really heard back from them yet. Hmm. So, if, if it turns out we have to have a for the release, then I guess I'm gonna say, well, if you had told me that earlier, we could have managed, but now we can't. It's your fault. Um, but uh, for people who don't know, the, the problem with the age rating the, is we, we have to have an age rating because of the funding we get from the uh, German Games. Games funding. Yeah. And the rating agency, though, uh, wants to take your rating away if you implement new features and then you have to test it again or give it to them again so they yeah. re-rate the game, which is obviously... I mean, it makes sense in a regard, but it's a little bit silly for an early access thing that keeps changing constantly. Yeah, and I think you would have to pay every time for that. Mm. So it's 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 really weird. So either we're gonna get the rating for the release mm. and then lose it as soon as we update for the roguelike mode or anything else we add, um, or we're gonna get it for the the end Abschlussbericht and then um, lose it afterwards <laughs> <laughs> because I I mean I don't really want to have an H rating it doesn't really give us anything not really does it no I think we you need one when when you go into retail or something like that yeah but online distribution is weird in that regard no yeah. I mean I guess if it's uh, like what do you call this, like an X-rated thing, um, you know, super violent or whatever, I think, then Steam would want to like hide this behind one of those H thingies where you have to mm -hmm. put in your birth date right. before accessing, but yeah, that's a bit, and I'm, I, I doubt that we need it now because, you know, they kept, they even asked us, hey, don't you want to keep developing this on your own money so you can put in all the stuff that you promised? And yeah. like then we also wouldn't get the age rating now. So I'm not sure that they really considered the, the rating stuff. It's new for them as well. Yeah, so. still, it's all... I, I doubt that anybody's going to say, wait a minute, this was a couple of days late. I want my 100,000 back or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, it'll be fine. And yeah, I'm sure we can just get that when it's done. Hmm. Yeah. Um, how about you? What did well, you do this week? I actually also got a lot done, surprisingly. Um, like, yeah, I'm... What am I doing? I mean, I know that the soundtrack... So I've remastered the soundtrack. Uh, it's pretty, you, pretty nice. If you turned into our pre, pre-stream, we'll be with you in a second, and you already heard a bit of that. Um, but yeah, it's it's coming along nicely. So yesterday, I basically had like a really good day where I just said, "Ugh." I started with the annoying stuff, translating press emails and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. Um. Uh, then thank you so much for that. <laughs> well, it, it probably needs tweaking because there's just no way to make German sound good. So I didn't even try. Mm, um, well, but it's probably not gonna read it anyway. <laughs> there's a basis to work off of at least. 
and yeah, so I did that and I figured out ah, if I'm translating already, may as well struggle with translating the story itself, which was easier. But I also haven't checked it if like it actually fits on the pages and whatever. Yeah, I was wondering, but oh, nope. I just had to try. I, I mean, kept I it. created you a build ex exactly for that reason. So you a build that updates with the new localization, uh, <laughs> and you can just push enter to get in the next level. But I, I get that you don't want to do that. <laughs> So that's annoying as as hell. Yeah. It probably needs tweaking. But then whatever tweaking is, hmm. tweaking is always that we can do last minute, I suppose. Um, and I can, I try to like keep it about as long uh, hmm. the lines as they were before. Sometimes obviously that didn't work. But I didn't mind it as much. Um, so so yeah, just so just charged ahead with that. Had a bit of a giggle over some of the lines. <laughs> I yeah. do crack myself up. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah, and then it was finished. I, I, I like the ah, the end was so great because when I when I put in the stuff and I had to um, I had to to so we had a little trouble with the line breaks. So mm. I had to go through everything and remove the line breaks. So naturally, I read a bit of it, and it's a great ending. <laughs> yeah, yeah I, I got a little bit of goosebumps even. Nice. <laughs> yeah, I had forgotten. I, I, a big part of, of how it ends. Oh, really? It's <laughs> 10 pages. Who can remember that? <laughs> it's actually, it's very large font. <laughs> I think it's like half of the story you get at the end. Uh, possibly. Well, yeah, I think uh, I try to keep it at around two pages for most cutscenes because you were always complaining. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, the end just. Well, it needed a little bit more. Yeah. It, I, I think that that was it, it. Came out of I was working on uh, HeroCon Online uh. when as before we started, and before we started Hypnotic All, before we started that, and I I always had to tell the, the well our writers to keep it short because we we only had like I think three lines. People could say, and then you had to, to click to see the next three. Mm, I see. And it was really annoying to go through all of them. And but they, they really wanted to tell <laughs> elaborate stories. And I always told them that you have to tell these stories with action, not with text. But sure. it's yeah, it's not not how they thought it should be. So there was I remember that, that I, I came out of that with this idea of uh, text in games has to be short because nobody reads it anyway. So that's make it as short as possible so more people read it. Nowadays, I don't think that's really the case. I think it can be as short as it can. Wait. It doesn't matter how short it is. Mm -hmm. Most people will skip it anyway. Yeah. And those people who want to read it, they will read the longer part as well. I mean, there are obviously limitations to how long it can be for people yeah, of course. to really enjoy it but yeah for the people who, who like to read i think keeping it keeping the focus on how to write it well instead of how to write it short is probably better yeah i mean that's uh that's always kind of an interesting balancing act um is of course i mean in any writing 
you should always try to cut it by half. Mm. Just because you know, focus makes things more engaging. Um, and I know that I absolutely struggle in that regard because I'm a very verbose writer and person, I guess. <laughs> and so <laughs> I just like to be very elaborate in mm. everything. And yeah, so I definitely need to need to cut things and oftentimes that makes it better. But there's also just parts where well, it's just necessary and sometimes, you know, cutting flavor also there's a point where it just hurts the game, I would say. Mm. Like we had this <laughs> discussion for when I first showed you the day the laughter stopped and uh, oh. the part where where it comes to the to the uh, barbecue at the beach and stuff. Um it it had like well usually it's always a relatively small paragraph. You know, if you have it on your screen, it would look like sort of this, so yeah. that you can see it at once. And that one is about double the length. You told me it should really be all on one screen. Can't you cut the half? Yeah, because <laughs> everything else was like this was the outlier, so it was bugging me immediately. But there was also a time jump a bit, and there was the setup for what the game is about, yeah. and I think that needed the. And that on also making that purely functional, I don't think it would have worked. It needed a bit of the flavor. Mm. I mean, it's a it's a text adventure anyway. So I guess reading is part of that. <laughs> um, but yeah, I'm also you know I'm I'm, I'm so, I sometimes worry you know when I get into old writing and I'm like I wonder if this is mm -hmm. just because you know over the last. <laughs> Decade, I've learned so much and changed so much that I'm like just looking a couple of years back is sometimes a bit of like, oh God, what were you thinking? <laughs> but I, I still think that the, the very light, um, discussion of social issues in the wizard, is kind of all right. Yeah, I think so too. Yes, so. Should did, be fun. So, so you didn't have any urges to, to change anything. Did you read the story again? I well, mean, I you translated it, so... <laughs> I did that. So I did read it, but I also... I never forgot it. You know it by heart. Mm. Well, then, let's, let's hear it for page two. <laughs> page two of which cutscene? <laughs> uh, third. Third cutscene, page two. <laughs> so, third cutscene. That is when he gets into... That's into the mountains. Mm -hmm. So that's uh, so he emerges from crawls out of it and is happy to be out of these stuffy, musty halls. And as he dusts himself off, he sees a little ripped piece of cloth stuck in a crevice nearby. And suddenly it dawns <laughs> yes. him, and there's something familiar about it. <laughs> not bad, not bad. <laughs> <laughs> that that counts. <laughs> Uh, yeah. Now I've played the game a lot over the years. Like I play that at least once a year. So. And I still read the pages because I do want to know if the writing is still good. And, <laughs> and for the most part, I'm like, yeah, this is fine. There's a couple of awkward uh, points, but I don't mind them much. And it's hmm. that's the point where I say, okay, this this works. This is functional. Hmm. Nobody reads this as closely as I do. Yeah, for sure. And it's fine to see, like, also, like, a progress in your writing. Mm. So you, 
if you update all your old text all the time, kind of weird, right? Yeah. Well, I was thinking about if uh, when I'm done with the pepper prints, then maybe I would like to go back and like maybe change the because I I didn't realize that I picked a much more difficult mm. uh, rhyme scheme, whatever that's called. Um, mm. Because in the in the original in the clicker one, I had the A B A C. Mm. Now I did A A B B because I had remembered doing it like that, and it's so difficult to say anything if it has to rhyme constantly. Because with the B C, you at least can say whatever. Yeah. <laughs> so I have twice the rhyming, and that's why it's so hard to write like um, you know interesting little dialogues uh, for. Yeah. I mean that's that's I think that's a biggest uh the biggest thing that bothers me about the first um episode that all the characters because of time and how much it took just writing the default answers but mm. they all have the same answers basically to things yeah. that aren't specific to them and it sucks a bit but i also can't write a hundred <laughs> interesting different things <laughs> in this form so right. that might be something one day but yeah Ah, yeah, but yes, so I did that, and then yeah, then just finished. Oh, I finished the first pass of the remastering. I mean, I at some point it just—that's what I mean when I then write. Okay, I, I can't hear anything anymore. Mm. It's just it's yeah. It's I find it I find it much harder than doing it visually, working on like working on sound mm. to keep that uh, neutral perspective or to like at least be aware of the. Uh, the blindness you get after a while. It's just it's difficult. I mean, how can you, you really? Um, you, you can't get around, right? Yeah, it's you, like the visual stuff. You you add the visuals, you play around with how the the light fades in, fades out, and it's like so small differences that in the end you you don't really <laughs> see much of it anymore. Or like the differences you can't see, like the whole. I don't know. You're it's, just so so. Pre, you just have preconceived notions about how it looks and how it sounds. That that is hard to. I don't know, to see or listen to the stuff like with fresh ears and eyes to yeah. really judge what can be improved or what isn't really the problem at all. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's a. That's of course a thing. You always need to step away and look at it again. Mm. Uh, but um, but like in the moment, I think that's just something that needs just a lot of practice and a lot of training. Because mm. I mean, I I noticed that I for video editing and stuff, like I've I've managed to come to do this rel relatively well. Even if I like mm. tweak colors and stuff for a long time, I've practiced reminding myself uh, what this is supposed to originally look like. Hmm. Like uh, when I started with uh, After Effects and stuff like that and was trying to color grade like a little bit of footage that I shot, you know, I would sit in front of that and I would tweak that until it looked cool and then tweak it a little more and then I would show that <laughs> to my roommate and it was like, that's just yellow. I was like, what? No, it's not yellow. Yes, of course, there's some yellow in there because I tried to do like a Bad Boys 1 opening hmm. type uh, yeah. <laughs> look. But, and then I look at it the next day and it's just yellow. And I didn't realize because I was so used to it being yellow 
uh, that it, you know, it's like working in, in like a dark room, like with yeah. a red light. Yeah, I wonder. Your brain can still differentiate colors because your brain knows that's a white mug, that is this color. Of course, yeah. everything is red, objectively red, but you can contextualize it. Yeah. But if you lose track of that, <laughs> then suddenly you only see it in relation to, okay, for this yellow image, this is very well balanced in color, you know? <laughs> and that, that happens to me with the sound as well, and I'm not as practiced with that so that I, um, mm. I sometimes... Ah, it's also more difficult. I feel like visually I have a much easier time because I can look at it. <laughs> and my sound, it's like it's I supposed can to... look at the sound too. Just it doesn't to... really show you what I need to know somehow. I mean, yes, I see a waveform, but the waveform is too much other information, not just the one that I really need. And if I, for example, try to... Like what I try to really focus on with this uh, remaster is to bring out like the the string elements much more, um, especially the, the plucked string. Mm, that um, sounds really nice. Mm. And like, for example, with the last one, uh, the the goblin one is actually, a, it's terrible. I just listened to that and it's like horribly balanced. The old the new one? The new one. Oh, terrible. Like I listen to this and they're like, ah, it's a little bit bassy. There's a little bit of mids missing and suddenly the rest comes in. It's so much louder than everything else. <laughs> Oops. <laughs> and then the whole song is just so much louder. And I was just like, at that point, I didn't even notice anymore. Like I was so focused on getting like a specific yeah. part of the specific thing. And I only do this and then I'm like, oh, yes, this sounds good. And then I forget actually the rest still sounds shit. <laughs> It's like you tweak like just one specific color, but the whole image still <laughs> looks like garbage. <laughs> That's really hard to um, to realize in the moment. And of mm -hmm. course, I also don't have like a proper. I, I'm not set up to do proper mixing. Um, I'm mostly using uh, my headphones because then I can hear it more clearly. Yeah. Um, and then my only way to check is to use listen to it on my shitty little speaker system that I've had for 20 years mm -hmm. and that sort of works because I'm used to listening to music on it so I kind of know how it's supposed to sound when mm -hmm. it comes out of that but yeah it's it's hard to find an objectively good mix and it's what I always worry about because now if I listen to it it sounds so flat sometimes like I feel like ah does it need more bass does it need more mids but when I listen to the old one it's like crunched as hell and it's so bassy way over the top this is nice you have too much bass right that's that's my approach usually and that's usually why they sound super muddy and just i mean if i listen to other music you know since i started paying more attention to it because i want to learn hmm. they don't do that that way and it sounds much cleaner and nicer and the bass is popping but hmm. it's not like overwhelming and yeah so hmm. i mean ideally you know if, if we make some money with this i would like to have this like professionally mastered, yeah. uh, but even for that, I gotta fix the mix. So yes, they don't. I mean, can't you just give it and then they do the rest? Well, you pay so much more for that. <laughs> How much would you pay for something like that? So if we wanted to like get the soundtrack, so ten tracks or something mastered, we would pay I think like four hundred bucks, and that's a okay. fairly cheap option. And that's just mastering. Like I hand them a track, hmm. and they just. Yeah, make this all sound nice together mm. and make it also sound nice. But for example, like that the that the strings in the Goblin ones are too low. Mm. You can, of course, fix that a little bit with the with the mastering, but 
better it would be of course if the mix is well done and well balanced and mm. you just need to polish it basically so you're basically remixing it yes i'm doing this basically from scratch okay. i mean i still have the old project files but i like redid ah, right. the whole instrumentation and so remixed you, you it. did change a couple of instruments right mm -hmm. oh, that's nice uh, like the, the first one you you showed the draw queen mm -hmm. which i think is mountains too <laughs> Mm. Or is it not? No. Sewers 2. Sewers 2, right? Yes. No, actually, it's Sewer 2. Oh. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I get that confused all the time. I get, I get it confused so often that, that I'm wondering if I just should rename it to Sewers 2. Yeah. Just rename it to Draw Queen because that's what you're yeah. always going to get from me. <laughs> I guess I could do it like that as well. <laughs> I've been renaming a lot of things <laughs> anyway. Because, yeah. Ah, my wife is there. Hello! Hi! I mean, I'm guessing you're there, if you're saying hello there. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> saying earlier where your wedding ring is. <laughs> mm. Of course I always do. I don't even know why you have to think you have to tell me. Mm. What? No, I was just saying I always wear it. So oh, right. Uh, that's yeah. that's that, a that's given. Of course I do. I see that's that's what we're talking about right now. Uh, yeah, it's great great to see you like posting the the new music. Our internal with harder Discord chat looks really cool. Yeah. And I'm anxious to go public. Mm. So I can post like the new builds there. Yes. <laughs> kind of practicing typing new build and then all the features and all the bug fixes that are in there. And yeah, kind of, kind of feels nice. Is a, it's a bit of a um, reward for me to say like this. I got that like was, another step. That was also what like kept me motivated to just finish it all yesterday. <laughs> I mean, part of that is that now I don't have to think about it over the weekend. Like I did, I did enough this week. Mm. Um, but also like okay, I did this thing. And now I did this thing. And now I did this thing. And I was like, okay, now it's just it's two, three songs left. I just do this. Yeah. Was, I mean, like the last one you posted, like three o'clock in the uh, night. Yeah. And that, ironically, that's the shortest one. That's the credits one. Mm. And I couldn't find it anymore because that was not. I mean, I know it, I have it somewhere, but um, I. <laughs> I, that wasn't a part of the the tracks that I made specifically for ah, the wizard. Right. Okay. So I I tried to go through all, and the problem is like I mean I made this six seven years ago, and so like uh, some of the plugins uh, I don't have anymore, or like oh. I have new ones. Like I made the original wizard with a previous version of the one uh, that ah, I have now. Okay. Indeed, they don't they don't migrate. So, of course not. Why should they? <laughs> so I mean, that's what I mean when I say I redid them. I have the project files, but I had to like redo all the instrumentation anyway. And of course, I wanted to do that as well because it was not that good. Huh. And um, and I couldn't find this. So like, and it's so annoying. Like I have, I have hundreds of <laughs> music projects. Uh, and I try to go through them every time you get the pop up. Oh, this plugin is missing. So, <laughs> yes, I know. <laughs> And yes, and in the end, that's why it took me, I think the the end one, uh, mm. I posted at like two, and then the next one is an hour later, even though previously I like made whole complicated arrangements in like half an hour because I was like, it's, 
get us doing this now. Um, and that, that's such a great walk mode. Just, I'm just gonna do it. Okay. I have to refactor the code afterwards, but it works. <laughs> it's done, and it's much easier to refactor the code than to, oh, to write it from scratch. So much, yes. I mean, that's what I did last week. Uh, that I basically just prepped this whole thing. That I did the instrumentation already. That I linked it all to the mixer tracks and did it in a way that I liked. That it's nice and colorful. And, mm. and so that I really only had to do the actual mixing, um, and that, yeah, that speeds it up a lot. Um, but yes, then for this one little. 30 second thing of just the cello. I looked for 45 minutes <laughs> and I was like, fuck it, I'm just gonna rebuild it. <laughs> and then I tried to do that and figure out like how exactly did I place this so that it sounds this way, but better and, and yeah, and then it was done. How long did it, did it take you to redo it? I'm not sure. Okay, because you were like, look for 45 minutes and then... Well, I did work on it an hour. I don't know if okay, I actually sorry. spent 45 minutes <laughs> looking for it like half an hour later. Oh yeah, it might have been that like, I think at 2.35 I was like, okay, fuck this. <laughs> and then I just recreated it and I think at 3 I was done. Yeah, late, late at night, I think it's, for me it's the best to, to just just get it done. And then in the morning, I, I don't commit anything, I, I don't build anything, I just get it done. And then in the morning, I can start, I just have to clean a little bit of the stuff up and then um, I get a nice new build. And that's a good way to start the, the day. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But I, I was thinking, uh, like... Forgetting how, how it was in the old game, I had it a couple of times. I mean, I think you remember when we when we played last week, and, mm -hmm. I, and I was adamant that like the the breath spells, the ice yeah. and fire breath, just uh, have one line and not two, so distance is one instead of two, yeah. <laughs> and I was completely wrong. But I was so sure it has to be like that. I mean, I remember now <laughs> that in the old project, I was also wondering if it shouldn't be one. Because one feels better from design standpoint, but two is just, I mean, one is just ridiculously bad, so it has to be two. Hey, when does it go? Okay. Well, maybe you should play the old game just to see well, I, what you're trying to make. <laughs> luckily, I have, I, have a, a, I have the world record. I'm not sure why I'm doing quotation marks. The actual world record in uh, The Wizard... Uh, as uh, video files and so I just watch them. I don't have to play it anymore. I can just nice. go through uh, yeah, I for, uh, Unfortunately, do you remember the name of the of the guy? It was a, Is that the one who wanted the CD? Yeah, there was something with an R wasn't it? Rodrigo or something? Yeah Robert, Robert. Yeah, anyway, he, he went through all the trouble to he wanted to have like the world record <laughs> and so he really researched how to <laughs> how to do it. Oh, Giorgio. Giorgio, all right. So Giorgio is our record holder. Uh, he has uh, the highest um, points in the wizard. And to prove that he didn't cheat, he um, he recorded all of it and, mm -hmm. and sent me those. And I used them a lot now to just see how it is <laughs> and yeah i found out that like enemies can't attack you 
for multiple times in one turn. <laughs> I completely forgot. I thought, oh, of course, if this spider has three actions, it can attack you three <laughs> times. And it's just way harder that way. <laughs> and yeah, I had to, to fix that. Um, could be an option. Like the, the super hard mode <laughs> could have an option like that. Um, and something else I've, I forgot, but I was like, of course, that's not how that worked. <laughs> Yeah, it's fun, it, and it's a bit shocking to see how much I forgot. Yeah, you never played it again. I have, so I'm, have, I'm sure I have played it once or twice after that. But it's really, I can't get through the first levels. Why? Because I've seen them so often. <laughs> I, I'm really sick of it, especially the first one. <laughs> I, I really can't anymore. I mean, that's easy enough to get through, but the second one, oh man, and then the third, and then I stopped playing. Because I've seen them too often with all the testing and stuff. Because these three levels, I'm, I'm right now again like you testing over and over again to mm. see if the saving works, to, to test the new spells, to test the enemy behaviors and all that stuff. It's every every time in these three levels, because that's where I start when I start the game. I probably should like just play in a dedicated test level. Um, mm. Maybe you used to have one. Yeah, I, I had one, like one one big level with every enemy, and then a teleport us to the enemy so I could <laughs> test them separately. <laughs> right. Yeah, I have an another test level, a new one as well, but it's just a huge map with every tile on there. Mm, yeah. And now I put <laughs> the enemies there as well, so I could test the enemies. Especially, I just want to see if I load the level, does anything crash? Mm. Do we get some null pointers or something? And then I don't usually attack all the enemies. I just I'm, I'm fine if everything kind of works at that point. Um, because of course I have faith in my programming um, skills. Yeah. Oh man, I have. <laughs> I don't know how fun it is to to listen to me. Uh, <laughs> but, uh, complaining about uh, little bugs. Uh, but there was one that really had me going today again. And the thing was just, again, as it often is the case, the order in which functions got called. Mm -hmm. So I didn't understand why magic shield doesn't work. Mm -hmm. I set like the health thingy to invulnerable. Mm -hmm. I check it on Kevin, the red attacks, and the moment the red attacks, he's vulnerable again and dies. I didn't understand how this is possible, but yeah, easy solution. Of course, if you only have one use for the shield, it removes the shield when you don't have any moves anymore. So it reg registered like the hit, it's, he's getting hit. Oh, he has just one use, remove the use, remove the effect, and then the damage was dealt. And then he wasn't in room anymore. <laughs> that was such a stupid. But I really was going crazy because I thought that there's no, that can't be, <laughs> that doesn't make any sense. Yeah. Oh, uh, I had something like that a couple of days ago as well. Something really, where, where I really come to the limit of my, uh, to my limits, I guess. Hmm. Where I'm going crazy because 
I, I don't understand why this doesn't work and then it's always something small like that, like the order of something. Man. <laughs> yeah. I feel like I had something like that recently too, but I can't for the life of me remember what I was working on. Have I been working on anything? But yeah, also something really simple, like just I'm trying to call something before or after it's supposed to be called and that messes everything up in such a weird way that you can't even tell from looking at it that that's what's happening. Yeah. <laughs> ah, programming. Back fixing. So it's fun. Well, I guess that's our updates on the wizard. As I called this the hypnotic fun time part two, and we actually did it again. We again managed to talk about the wizard for an hour this Oops. time. But you trip. didn't tell me. What? If I, if I had known that this is the hypnotic fun times two, I would have done <laughs> That's what we said last time. We're going to do a part two of this, where we can think about all the hierarchy. I don't remember last time. <laughs> <laughs> me neither. Uh, uh, just, just one more thing. Mm -hmm. Uh, I watched in China they eat dogs again with my flatmates yesterday, and we had a really really great like discussion about the, the social issues in the movie because I mean it's a really great movie and kind of it's it's a satire of it's very dark humor, um, but like how um, foreigners are. Um, shown in the movie and, and like I think yeah homosexuals mm -hmm. and it's it's kind of I, I found it very interesting because um, we had this discussion I think that we had as well with um, so the the two things like there's uh, one guy Wook if you remember you have seen the movie Wait, what? It's one of those movies that everyone always told me, oh my god, you have to see, and so I didn't. <laughs> what? Oh man. <laughs> I was so, I didn't even question whether or not you've seen that movie. It's, it's a must see, of course. See, that's why I don't so watch it. <laughs> <laughs> man, I'm too hip for that. That's a great movie. Well, it uh, kind of makes my points a bit moot, but I can just say uh, it's really interesting because they, they try to do satire with like really doing the things over the top. Mm -hmm. So like one of the the main characters is is a racist. Mm -hmm. and he's always picking on this one guy, Vuk. Mm -hmm. And of course it's it's satire because it's just so over the top. But the movie doesn't do anything to really critique him. Mm -hmm. And I found it interesting because I never saw that before. And I think we had like, the, we talked about this with the um, 300. Yeah. And it really changed like my, my view on, on stuff like that. And afterwards we, we had a discussion and yeah, it was interesting to see that, of course, I'm not the only one who, who saw that. <laughs> yeah. But um, yeah interesting because for me it seemed, seemed obvious that the, the the creators of the movie aren't racist and they they wanted to show racists 
in a bad light. Mm -hmm. But I think if someone who really is a racist watches that movie, he doesn't really feel like they put a mirror into his face. Um, I guess maybe they did, but what he would see, he would like probably. Um, yeah. Yeah, that's a little bit what I've gotten uncomfortable with with uh, Quentin Tarantino movies. Mm. It's always like this is just historically accurate, but it's also portrayed in such a way that it's just kind of cool, normal. Yeah, so it's maybe <laughs> maybe not that good to do. Yeah, that. like Whoop, for example, is always like the butt of the joke. Mm. He's like the the lazy, stupid foreigner. Mm -hmm. And he's a bit lazy, and he's a bit stupid. And that's all the movie shows you. Like there, It's not that he has like this great moment where he proves that every preconceived notions about him are wrong. No. It's just we, we are supposed to know that, of course, you can't treat people like that. But and it doesn't really make an argument as for why. No, no, no. Okay. <laughs> It's just one guy who works there, and the others, yeah, the other people, yeah, make fun of him, and that's and it's fun, you know. You watch that, and you think like, oh, okay, cool, and they make cool jokes, and then they they force him uh, to do stuff he doesn't want to do, and then he gets hurt, and and then they they are not concerned about him, but about, uh, about the car that got wrecked with him, yeah. and it's it's kind of funny, but you know that's it's not right. It's dark humor. It's satire. So it's okay, but it the movie really doesn't do anything else. It's not critiquing this; it's just showing it. Yeah, and you need to know that that's not okay to really. Because <laughs> yeah. in theory, that sounds interesting to have something where, you know, it's not just, you know, model minority, and yeah. you're not supposed to be mean to them because, well, look how how good they are, yeah. but then also like shitty people that's what's nice about doom patrol hmm. it's very obviously super shitty people but still yeah i don't know i like that i like uh larry trainer a lot hmm. that's uh i mean i he infuriates me <laughs> negative man it's, he's he's infuriating like he's a legit infuriate it pisses me off so much how long he takes mm -hmm. and then only like Eh, a little bit gets it, and not even really. <laughs> it's, and then goes back and doubles down, but still, it's so nice to see like a queer character be allowed and still empathize with, with despite being also kind of an asshole. Hmm. He doesn't need to be the nicest person in the world who just, uh, hmm. or whatever, but it's still, yeah, it's, it's, ah, it's just such a good show. Yeah. <sighs> it reminds me, I've also finished season two of The Umbrella Academy. And you know, you did, no, you didn't watch that. I didn't want to watch it. It looks dumb. <laughs> it's, it's very, very similar to Doom Patrol, yeah. in fact. It's about superheroes, basically, yeah. who have tr troubles and who mostly have to deal with themselves. Um, they have like a bad father figure. They have to, to that gave them lots of issues, and they have to to come to terms with that and overcome that. Um, 
it's very comic booky, very creative with all the action and, and where the plot goes. Um, it has a lot of time travel and it makes the time travel really fun. Um, but I don't know if it's like a budget thing. It kind of doesn't feel as as polished as Doom Patrol. Hmm. And more importantly, it's not it's not so empathetic with the characters. Yeah, you know, it, it tries to do the same thing. Like all these poor people with their superpowers, they are so troubled. Yeah. Um, they have to to overcome that, but. The movie isn't empathetic to that. It just shows you how they suffer and um, sort of like struggle porn, basically. <laughs> Wait, no, that sounds different. Struggle porn? <laughs> I don't know. Maybe I don't know. What is the word that I'm looking for? I feel like struggle porn is something else. That's probably non-con. Okay, yeah. Um. <laughs> uh, but you know what I mean, like misery porn. Misery porn. Uh, yeah, a little bit. I think they just they just they just don't take the time, maybe. Mm -hmm. I mean, for sure, for sure, they don't take as much time as Doom Patrol with the characters and with their problems. Yeah. Um, it could also be just like the camera angles that you 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 know you can't really see the people reacting to all that stuff. And it kind of sometimes forgets how how uh, effed up the stuff is that happened to someone. Like, are we starting to censor now? <laughs> oh, I do that for a couple of. Uh, yeah, I, I want to get rid of that. Really? I think effed up is good. Fudge, I would love to say fudge, but it didn't roll. <laughs> the time is good. All right, that fudged up stuff. Yeah, because I'm pretty sure I said fuck multiple times oh, on yeah. the screen already. Yeah, you can. I mean. I was cringe a little bit. <laughs> uh, anyway, yeah, it's it's really interesting. I, I I would love to to I would love to have you watch it and tell me what you think is the is the difference why this doesn't work as well as the other one. But I think it's I don't not sure how much it is in in uh, season one. Season two is much more similar to that, and especially like there's one main character and he's an asshole. But, and he doesn't change. He's just an asshole, and it, and it's just most of the characters are assholes to each other, and then they can kind of want to help each other, and then they come together and embrace, like in Doom Patrol. Yeah. But this is so short-lived, and it really doesn't change much. Of the the characters don't change significantly. I feel. So it's more lip service to that idea rather than dealing with it. I'm really, I'm really not sure. I'm really not sure what it is, but I'm really interested in in, in finding out what really the difference is. Why this works for me in Doom Patrol, but it doesn't work for me there. For example, um, for for like the the suffering, there's one character who can see dead people, mm -hmm. and one of the the superheroes died, and they're all basically brothers or and sisters, like they're uh, they. Where they are all adopted, but they were raised by the same person, so they all. Um, and this dead character always hangs out with the guy who can't see that dead people. He just he's always there. Mm. And then in season two, uh, the the character who can't see the Klaus is his, is his name. Klaus mm. just ignores him and doesn't tell the others that their brother is there. 
he doesn't communicate and really he's so cruel to this poor dead guy who's his family okay and you don't really understand why he does that of course yeah he's a bit annoyed about him because he wants to make him a better person klaus has a lot of uh, like abuse problems um alcohol abuse and stuff uh, uh yeah but only at the end the 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 series acknowledges how much suffering the dead guy went through just being there and being and having to see his family but not being recognized not being like spoken to not being hugged just watching them and only being able to communicate with one person who ignores you that's weird it's really weird yeah, maybe maybe i'll give it a look i mean the, the time travel stuff is really fun it's mm. it's really really fun that, that that i think is a strong point of it for sure and the and the like imaginative quirky characters mm. it has a lot of fun but it's it's it feels inhumane overall <laughs> like it doesn't really acknowledge the humanity in the characters mm. yeah yeah maybe the showrunners don't care about that just about the drama it produces but not really yeah much. Yeah, something. Yeah, that's something I've thought about as well. It's often it, it feels like, okay, now it's time for drama, so let's acknowledge what we did. Okay, <laughs> it's it's over now. Now let's get back to to jokes um, or action or whatever. Mm. Really interesting because they are really really similar, but different. Mm. Let's see. Well, maybe. Well, there's the get that guy. This reminded me of Ghost. That I rewatched recently, and in that Patrick Swayze also, um, like Whoopi Goldberg doesn't want to help him. She's freaked out because she has been faking being a medium, uh. and now suddenly she can actually heal someone. <laughs> she like wants to quit, but he wants her to help him, obviously, and so he just sings annoying songs all night long. <laughs> <laughs> I talked about this on this show even. That's a really fun movie. Oh, we have a show now? I guess so. Nice. We have a format. Hmm. What do you tell people when we... Yeah, you don't tell any people that we are doing this, right? I'm always like wondering, is it a podcast we are doing? Is it a stream? Are we streaming on Twitch or are we recording a, a, a podcast because i feel like it's kind of both or nothing it's something else well it depends where i mean usually when i tell people that i'm busy right now or something i say we're streaming we're doing mm. our weekly stream mm. i don't think of it as recording a podcast because i think sometimes it's a bad idea to listen to this at a podcast it's, <laughs> it's visual sometimes but I mean, maybe I'm wrong. I mean, I, there's like 10 people listening to this, to this on Spotify. So yeah. thank you for that, by the way. And seeing you couldn't even see me wink right now. Um, <laughs> but probably no one can because I can't wink very well. <laughs> it's like having a stroke. <laughs> but like if I tell my eight-year-old niece what we're doing, then I say we have a talk show that we do every week Ooh. because I figure... 
That's the word she would know. Your eight-year-old niece probably knows what a stream is, but doesn't know what a talk show is. Right. I mean, mm. talk shows? Nah, but it's... Since they don't really have a very good internet down there, it's not as... Uh, they watch mostly TV, and then you have those talk shows on there, Jerry Springer-like. And right. So I would assume that she thinks that we're doing this, but I hope that she just knows what I mean when, when I say we're doing um, so my wife asks, are you a film snob? First of all, how dare you? I just have a very refined taste. <laughs> um, I thought you admit, admitted to that at some point. No, yes, I guess I am. I mean, what is, what is a snob? You, know, you are. <laughs> I just, I feel like I have over the years kind of figured out what I like and what I don't like. And if I sniff even a hint of something I don't like, I don't bother with it. You could call this a snob. You could call this just me looking out for my wants and needs, um, which I think is fine, perfectly valid. I think every once in a while you should try new stuff. I try new stuff all the time, just not new stuff that already like puts me off with a certain... You know, like I'm... It, but the, like the amount of stuff that, that puts you off increases like daily. Absolutely. That's because I'm figuring out more and more what I actually mm. like. It's sort of it's sort of like with it's sort of like with relationships, I feel. Like, you mm. know, when you grow up and you're in school, you just take everyone as your friend and then as you figure out who you are and what you like in a friendship mm. and how you like to be treated, you're just like, Nope, now I'm only hanging out with two people. <laughs> and it's like this. Now I'm only watching two movies. <laughs> <laughs> now, of, of course, uh, sometimes I'm wrong about these things, and I'm always very, very happy when I am. Um, but also, too much of yeah, it happens too often for me to doubt myself about these things that I'm right. That mm. something that just looked weird to me, I actually end up not liking. But then you are already like pre-critique, pre, pre. I don't think that I've, I don't think I've ever ruined a film for myself. That wasn't actually bad. Like just mm. through thinking, I don't wanna. I mean, there's movies that where I wasn't in the mood for it. Mm. Like the first time I saw a Razorhead, that was at a party, and like the guy whose party that was forced us to sit down and watch this boring ass movie. That was like just not the moment. Of course, I love it. I mean, I have it. You know, obviously, I changed my mind. But seeing it in that context, yeah. I was like, the fuck are you doing? And now you're trying to show off how artsy you are and. It must be boring. And then you know, shh, watch this, watch this. And I say, <laughs> this is not the time. <laughs> but you know, of course, I revisited it still later and figured out. Oh, no, actually, this is awesome, mm -hmm. right? And so, yeah, I'm. I may be sometimes less charitable if I already feel like, oh no, this is where we're off to a bad start. But yeah, I feel a lot with for me with movies and music and everything. When I, I think it's gonna be bad, I I know I'm not in the right mood, and then I'm like putting down everything I see and I'm like critiquing everything, without really giving it the chance that maybe there's a reason why it's like that, mm. and then uh, it takes some effort to get out of that headspace. And sometimes I, I read my often often when I, I've done this once to a movie, I can't get rid of this feeling. <laughs> um, but sometimes I can. I mean, 
you forcing me to watch rom-coms definitely help <laughs> open up to that. <laughs> yeah, and I mean, I, I think this is mostly a thing by, with things that are that still have something of value even if they're not good or not to your taste or something. Mm. Because, I mean, obviously we all have movies that are... Such a guilty pleasures. Yes, sort of. I mean, I kind of like tend to be like, oh, I don't believe in guilty pleasures, but... Uh, but yeah, sort of this thing where you know it's bad, but mm. you still kind of love it. I mean, I don't know. There's there's certainly a bunch of those that I have, movies that I find so silly, or there's like one good scene in that uh, where I'm just like, you have to see this, even if the movie is kind of let's whatever. Watch, let's watch Dr. Einstein today. <laughs> <laughs> that That's a movie that I'm just like, because of one scene, it's at the end. <laughs> it's the last scene. It's such great movie but um i often have that uh, the uh, the opposite of that i can often hype me into a movie and i love the movie until the end and i think back and i think oh that was actually a bad movie but i kind of <laughs> had fun with it because it was like just so generous with everything like oh okay well if you can do that oh, you can do that okay let's forget about that oh well that's a bit Okay, that's not maybe there's a reason why they do it like this, and then mm. then I have fun with the movie, even if it's a bad movie. And um, of course, I can't watch it over and over again, but at least the first viewing, uh, like John Carter, for example, I really like John Carter because it's visually really interesting. And if you don't think about the story and what happens, you can have a lot of fun with it. <laughs> I for example, the Total Recall remake with mm. Colin Farrell and stuff, right? So when I heard this came out, I was like, ugh. Yeah, but yeah, but remakes, I, I always think of, ugh, I don't need that. First of all, yes, it's a remake of a classic. Like in an era where just one shitty mm. remake after the other. Um, and I was already tired. And then Colin Farrell is for me always like a, eh? Mm. Like a... I don't know how I feel about him, actually. For the longest time, I was like, I can't watch a movie with him. They're always terrible. And then I watched In Bruges, and he's brilliant. And I'm like, okay, I love this guy now. But yeah, then it's so. kind of... Eh, hmm. Like, I wouldn't like go out of my way to watch a movie that he's in. He just... I don't know if it was Fantastic Beasts that ruined it. Or something. Hmm. <laughs> or did he say something stupid? I don't know. I can't keep track of everything. That's... Possibly. <laughs> but um, but yeah, so Total Recall. So then I watched it and obviously it changed everything. Hmm. But it also, it has... I haven't watched it, by the way. The fuck? I've only seen the old one. Well, it's really well, good. No, wait. I think I have another movie. Right? So the Don't... old one is Arnold Schwarzenegger. Arnold Schwarzenegger. Yeah. Yes. So this one is not on Mars. It's... It's weird, they changed a lot. It's like only Europe and Australia are left. Everything else is like a toxic wasteland or something, or like irradiated or whatever. And okay. they built an elevator to go through the center of the earth. And it's actually really good. I mean, it's not a really good movie, but it has that Philip K. Dick charm that okay. I like. And I even... Actually, Philip K. Dick is one of those, um, one of those authors where I can watch just anything. They're not. Have you seen Imposter? No. Maybe. Such a bad movie. It's objectively bad, but I love it for that Philip K. Dickness. You know? 
Because <laughs> it always has that certain vibe. It's like I can watch also any Stephen King adaptation. I don't like most of them. Me too, yeah. That's but weird. I love them. Because <laughs> they, they have these this weird quality that makes mm. them interesting. Because you never know where it's, where it's really going. And yeah. If it's a bit shitty, it's, it's kind of great. Yeah, I love well. the, the mini-series that exist of all this stuff, yeah. like the TV movies. Yeah. I love them. I would never recommend anyone watch this. Well, I would, I would recommend watching Trucks Out of Control, because <laughs> that's just silly fun. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, like, uh, I think yeah. one of my favorites there is Langoliers. Oh, wait, what's happening? Something's happening. Uh, Venice is eating. <gasps> yes. Heavier food. Very good. Eat. <laughs> Appetite indeed. Yeah. So what else are we getting here? Uh, the party host, what? The party host sounds like he was a hipster who was just told about a cool movie or is going through the hundred best movies ever. Who's the party host? Who is the party host? What do you mean by that? And then she says, bad Hackenstein bad. No. To what? What did he do? What did he say? Not the movie, right? The movie's great. Oh, is it about the movie? Because I also don't want to watch it. That's a great movie. I'm going to watch it. We three together. <laughs> the dickness. <laughs> ah, right. They make me always nostalgic, probably because I read most 90s King books. Hmm. Yeah, I mean, those are two authors who have such a prolific character to all their stories, and you can always feel that. Even in bad adaptations, mm. you feel that character, and that's what I kind of respond to. So the, the Nicolas Cage effect? Yeah, sort of. Like, even shit Nicolas Cage movies, I still watch. I don't necessarily want to see them again or something but like next right objectively bad movie where you can see like two seconds in the future <laughs> i haven't seen don't want to it's it's not good but it's but i didn't mind watching it i, I don't think i'm i mean i, I can kind yeah, of feel like watching it has watched ghost rider <laughs> okay that's no that is a mm. perfect movie mm -mm. <laughs> okay i will concede nine out of ten Barely six. I I don't know what movie you watched, but you clearly have to see it again. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> that is like a, that's legitimately a good movie. What what? In what world? Oh, Jan on Total Recall. Oh, right. so I guess because you haven't watched. Uh, yeah, I might have watched it and just forgot it. But yeah. Yeah. Actually, in many regards, I like it better than the Arnold Schwarzenegger one. Yeah, well, it's really trashy, the first one. It's really trashy. I mean, it was cool when I was young, but... Yeah, it's it's cool. Watching it now, it is pretty boring, for one. Mm. And and it just doesn't look like the future, <laughs> like, at all. They didn't even try. Like, he's a construction worker, and that looks like just a construction in the 90s. Well, in Total Recall, it actually looks like mm. uh, a futuristic environment. <laughs> oh, the party host. On your right. Okay, then let me read it again. The party host sounds like he was a hipster who was just told about a cool movie or was going through the 100 best movies ever. Yes. Yes, I can confirm that. Mm. He was... He was annoying. I didn't like him much. I was probably pretty... not cool to him. To thinking about that that was my problematic years so i yeah, <laughs> yeah. sounds like a good album title the problematic years yes <laughs> <laughs> like a best of yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh 
<clears throat> Böse Onkels or something like that. Oh. Mm -hmm. yeah. So, yes. Um... Wait, did we have a point or we just um... kind of... Were we going somewhere, rather? I'm not sure. Mm. Let's say we want to go exactly here and... And now Continue we venture forth with something else. <laughs> yes. Ooh. Yeah. There's another thing. Um, have you seen what's on Epic free today? I have not. It's interesting. Oh. Uh -huh. And I'm interested in, mm -hmm. in seeing what you think about it. Well. I'm not going to tell you much about it. Okay. Then except I'm that the name is Texotsist. Um, yes. Okay, I'm already intrigued. Uh, I'd say let, let's watch. Uh, let's watch the trailer. Uh -huh. Keep in mind, they have an excellent font for the trailer selected. Okay. Well, in is fact, Comic Sans. No, 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 no. In fact, it's 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 maybe my favorite font. Can, can you guess what it is? Is it the Alagard? Yes, it's Alagard. Oh no. <laughs> Oh no. Well, I hope it's just a trailer. But it's just such a nice font, so... Well, I wish it was ours, but I guess... Ah, there it is. Okay, okay, okay. So wait, I still need to switch around here. I'm just not seeing it in my... in the options. Hello! It's a top one. Oh! I didn't see there was one above that. <laughs> Okay, then switch, switcheroo. Okay. Oh, let's see what heinous content hides, hides behind this. Yeah. Oh, oh it's no. already again. Oh, no. Well, it's not so bad, I think. Okay. Okay, we can start from the beginning. What? Oh, do you want to have some sound, maybe? Let's see. Okay, right, let me make it a little bit quiet here. Morbid wear. I like the trough of the... But really, seeing the font is a, is a bit of a downer. <laughs> it's weird. It's got nice pixel art. Interesting game idea as well. I think it takes a bit too long to get going. Especially for a game that's called, that called Texas. How many people will watch the trailer? I haven't heard of it at all. So, this is a typing game that is also a bullet hell game. Oh, sorry, sorry, sorry. So, uh, a typing game that is also a bullet hell game. It sounds like it's the worst combination of genres ever. <laughs> but it's kind of neat. Uh, I mean, it's kind of a game that, that, that uh, I think we would make. <laughs> <laughs> Like, who, for who is this game? <laughs> it's not for people who can type fast or who want to learn how to type fast because you also have to to um, you have the, the bullet, bullet hell part where you have to um, get out of the way of all the stuff that comes your way. Yeah. Hmm. Well, I guess I'm collecting anyway. Is that the only thing today? Yeah, that's the only one. Okay. I think next week is... Uh, Something cool again. Finally. Yeah. And the original soundtrack by Ghost. <gasps> Whoever that is. 
Mm. I think maybe we, we should add that to our thread as well. On the original soundtrack by Crapman. Ooh, <laughs> I like that. <laughs> um, huh, okay. Interest, uh, sort of. Yeah, <laughs> I'm not, I'm not going to play it, but... Um, fun that someone thought to make a game like that. Yes. I wonder if there is interest in that. If many people want to play. If anyone playing a bullet hell thought, well, if I could type while <laughs> dodging bullets, that would be the perfect game. I guess someone has to. I mean, the developer probably. So maybe someone else. Hmm. I know it's always interesting when people uh, come up with new interesting mechanics for... Or like, not new, but combinations, like sort mm. of the match three RPG combat. Yeah. I feel like that. Great, that, is, yeah. that can be fun. Like weird genre mixes. Mm. And the cool thing is, what I liked about the game is, is this idea that he has to recite stuff from his Bible or whatever to, to banish ah. the spirits. And at the bottom you see what you have to say and it's all in Latin. Mm -hmm. <laughs> And then you, you have to type, like, over his head, you can see, like, the first word. And then always, like, last uh, key you have to type. So somehow you have to, like, with one hand you have to do bullet hell, and with the other you have to look for the, for the <laughs> keys you have to press. I see. Yeah, it's interesting. If nothing else, it's interesting. And it's got cool um, pixel graphics. Uh... I've actually, well, I'm related, but um, the do one thing while trying to type um, in natural tone that I work with, with uh, Jane Ooh. Smith, mm -hmm. about her experience with autism. There is a typing game in there where she has a job interview. Um, that's basically in the end. And uh, what we did is to kind of, to kind of try and portray the difficulty of communicating uh, when the sensory overload was it over the game like in the beginning you're having a nice stroll and then you meet a friend who just pops out of nowhere actually made a jump scare out of that yeah. <laughs> and um, then you're in a cafe and what you're basically just doing is like a quick time event mm. game where you just have to press a certain key and everything gets more blurry and the more you get things wrong the more difficult everything is to see in the end we kind of replicated that only we did it during a typing test so you have to type the words that are on screen correctly, mm. but the instructor also talks to you and you get the button prompts again. Oh. And so you sometimes can't actually finish it if you don't write a word quick enough because you have to press the button, but it's not gonna be the right key that you're gonna press for the word. So okay. you get either of them wrong. And uh. it was, that's kind of a fun <laughs> fun way to show the impossibility of doing that. Yeah, <laughs> That was a cool game. You all should check out the natural tone. It's on HIO. It is indeed. It should even be on our HIO. Because I think we... I think it is, yeah. Yes. Good stuff. Ah, so, speaking of games. Um, well, I say this as if I remembered what I wanted to say about games. But have, have you played a game? <laughs> I have played something, I think. Or have I just watched someone else play games? 
close enough. <laughs> uh, I think I, the last thing I played is still the the last express that we talked about last time, and then just watched a bunch more videos by Pushing Up Roses. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, and yes. And actually, after last time, when we were talking about like our favorite feel-good games, like as I always do, like half an hour after you left, I'm like, oh shit, there's this whole array of games that I forgot to talk about. <laughs> <laughs> and now, of course, I didn't write it down, so now I wouldn't even know. Mm -hmm. So I guess we can try to talk about more feel-good games, or we just fire up a topic, hmm. if you feel like that, and see what happens with that. More feel-good games. Mm -hmm. feel -good did, did I, did I, I, I'd say like Monkey Island 1 is probably a feel-good game for me as well. I'm not sure if I'm I pretty I sure we covered that. those. Like the, the usual sub, uh, sub suspects. Uh, I don't think that I mentioned uh, King's Quest. Because that's also something that I really liked. And especially, actually, uh, one of them that I've never managed to beat, I beat it once with a walkthrough, but I doubt I could do it again, is King's Quest VI. Hmm. Air today, gone tomorrow. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> they sometimes have good puns in those titles. <laughs> and that's, uh, that's one of the more, um, that's obviously one of the later ones. Hmm. Um, and it has like this really interesting... It's such a weird game. You're like on a group of islands trying to rescue a princess that's being held by some, um, what do you call them? Vizier? Like a, like a or oriental medium type hmm. person. I don't know. Like he has a genie and stuff and he send, he's the one who like, keeps the princess locked away and you're on this group of islands and every island has like a different theme. You have like an Alice in Wonderland island where like everything is a checkerboard <laughs> and you have one where there's the seven dwarfs and you have one with Beauty and the Beast and things like that. And it's a super hot game, of course, because you can die in Sierra Adventures and you will and they try to actually make that happen. Um, and my favorite way how they do that is that the, the evil, whatever you call this person, the evil ruler, I guess, um, has a genie that he, is it also called a genie? And I think I confused King's Quest with Hero Quest. No, no, definitely but King's Quest. Now, now I understand with the dying Sierra you said, yeah. yeah. Sierra games make you die. <laughs> they try to kill you as well, like a, a bad game master. Yeah, and it's very torturing his players. So this guy sends uh -huh. his, his yeah. genie after you. And he has like a gold eye, so you always see that sparkle. And he comes in different forms mm. to try to lure you. So they're like, you come to a pier, mm. and there's a boy who jumps in the water in the storm, and they say, hey, jump in, it's super nice. And if you do, you get swallowed by the, <laughs> by the currents and die. <laughs> and you can tell usually because even though they all look different, they always have the sparkling eye. And yeah. it's, that's, that's kind of cool. That's pretty cool. That's a cool idea. Super hard, but... That was real fun. Of course, the first King's Quest is... I mean, I played this before I could even... I played this in English before mm. I could speak any of it. I had, like, a super tiny dictionary that I would right. use to translate, like, what I wanted to do, and it worked, and I actually managed to play it. 
the small dictionary is because you could carry them. <laughs> yeah, that was, and those they also still really feel. Just, I don't know, it feels so good mm. to look at them. Of course, they're pretty empty and, and uh, absolutely. Mm. But yeah, King's Quest. Mm. I kind of want to play Hearthstone again. That's just gonna make you mad. Yeah, but at the beginning I always have fun <laughs> until I get ambitious and then I stop having fun again, uh, or at least until until the their like um, rating calculator uh, has me rated against like people who are as good as I am, and I, I lose like half of the games and then I rage again. <laughs> it works too well, basically. In the... Yeah, I, I mean, it, it depends on, on what you're trying to achieve. <laughs> uh, I mean, I think the ideal is, is like 70% of the games you win and 30 you lose, but someone has to lose if everything is competitive. So, yeah. So that's, that's also the reason, like, when, I, when I'm going to make, like, a, um, a trading card game, which I definitely want to do, mm. I would make it cooperative, so you always play against an AI, so nobody has to lose. No. Alrighty, thanks for joining us. Bye bye. And have fun. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. Hmm. That is something. Yeah. I really, really want because I had so much good times with Hearthstone as well. That was really feel good as well like especially in the beginning when you you discover all the cards and you your collection gets bigger and you can build more and more elaborate decks and you can try them out and all that stuff and now i have like a big collection and i can do all kinds of decks but the new cards like the power creep of the cards to keep you buying cards makes my decks like worse and worse the longer mm. i and then I have to basically grind to get the gold to buy the cards because I don't want to spend money in it. I mean, it's ridiculous. You'd say, why don't you spend money in it? And I guess I could if I really like the game. But the thing is, I would have to keep spending money every time they, uh, they have a new expansion to get the new cards, even though somehow I never liked the new cards. I always like the old cards better than the new cards because I, I'm, I'm used to them. I want to I want them to be like that. Mm. I have a cool deck now and there's enough to experiment with. I don't need the new cards and they have new mechanics and they are just stronger. That that yeah that just takes the fun out of them for me. So I don't know. I, I I've thought a couple of times now. Maybe I'll I reinstall and try again. I should be rated pretty bad now so <laughs> should be enough time to to have a little fun but then again i don't know if i want to like blizzard isn't isn't really doesn't need me i guess i don't i don't want to support blizzard i guess i wouldn't pay the money so it's not that bit big of a support but still i'm hesitant to reinstall the blizzard launcher again yeah, I'd rather play <laughs> Diablo 1 with the Chernobog uh, um, mod. Yeah.
Oh. Was mir das dachte, zu Friend of Mine. Ja. Aha, aha. Is that so? Yeah, we I'm pretty happy with our viewership now. Only cool people watching us and always like a couple. So it doesn't feel as lonely. And it's always fun to see the chat like rolling by when someone says um, <laughs> to add something to our conversation. This friend. Ah. You know from Bunny's birthday? Um, maybe. Wait, we're in the park? In the park? When I surprised her with a surprise birthday. Ah, right. I was thinking of South Africa. Oh, no, no. Yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah, sure. I remember. Hmm. Yeah. Do well, I... She's also saying, you, you know me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, sorry, I do. I really do. I just... Pretext. Somewhere else. <laughs> <laughs> um... Yeah, do you want to make a topic? I think I need another uh, beer. Sure. I still have half. Or do you have to uh, have another thing to talk about? Another feel-good game? Yep. Do I... I don't know. What do I feel good about? What's something I like to... And the last thing I mentioned was a thousand amps, which is very good. What else is there that isn't LucasArts? I feel like there are, there are a lot of cool new games out there that we just miss because we don't have the money to, to buy them and the, the time, time to, to play, play them. Yeah. Yeah. I'm sure I have like a thousand good... Uh, yeah, yeah I, what, I, I listened to the, the Crow... Crate uh, Crowbar. Crate and Crowbar. And they, every time they have like new games they talk about and I'm, I'm kind of jealous. Uh, I wish I had like the, the possibility to do that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not sure how they do it because they, they must be as busy as we are. They have a uh, few of them have kids even so. I'm not sure how you can can manage that. Actually, yes, I have one that I don't think I've talked about that much at least in our streaming history. Mm -hmm. um, and that's actually most of the output of Wadjet Eye. I think they're called. Um, they basically do all these modern... Publish. It's a publisher, right? They produce and publish. Oh, so okay. They do their own games and they do a couple of... Um, that they publish. They're usually... They're all adventure games, studio games, so they all look you know, sort of like the classic oh. adventures. And um, I've, heard, have, I've, heard, I've heard of them. Yeah, uh, Dave Gilbert is the guy behind that. Oh, okay. So maybe you heard that name. Um, and, well, they basically, I think they are the most prolific modern retro adventure makers and publishers. Um, and their output is usually pretty good. I haven't tried a new one with, uh, what was it called? Unavowed. I have not played that yet. I think I've heard that name at least. Yes, but... Um, so most of the things they do, they're at least interesting. I think one of their first ones was called Shiver, and it's about... What was that about? It's about a rabbi who... I, mean, also, I think it was also sort of a detective game, but it was like their first try, I think. Um, and that was still interesting, and the series that I really love, 
there is the Blackwell ah, right. games. That's where I know them from. Yes, the Blackwell. They all have some name with Blackwell, Blackwell Legacy, Blackwell Conversions, all that stuff. And that's a that's a four part series about um, a young woman who, after her aunt passes, uh, after she went um, mentally ill and uh, then passed away in a in a hospital, um, she basically inherits her. Well, what was wrong with her, which is a ghost. So so she inherits the ghost. So the aunt wasn't actually crazy. The thing that tore her apart is basically that she tried to ignore the ghost. Um, Which is like a 30s hard-boiled detective type um, guy. And, And yeah, and so together they start to solve spiritual... Not crimes, but like problems. Mysteries. Yeah. There's something like a haunted dog park. The dogs don't dare go into that in the, anymore. And then when you go there, you figure out, okay, there's a ghost mm. who um, who loved dogs or whatever. A haunted dog park. It sounds fun. <laughs> <laughs> and it's really, really good. It's such a... It's so well written. Um, I think I've talked about them in terms of voice acting because uh, I think they do that in, in his bedroom basically just sitting there in front of a computer with a mic and uh oh right uh primordia is one of the games i think that was published by them Mm -hmm. um that robot thingy and uh yeah the voice actors are also shared across the games like the little crispin little robot that his companion is the voice of the ghost in the blackwell series (laughs) And I love these games. They're so fun. They're so well written. The characters are awesome. And mm. it's... Actually, I gotta play that again. Because that's also something I just really like to... Yeah. Friedrich says his favorite is the game uh, from Budget Eye is Techno Babylon. Pretty one, one of the best stories ever. I did like that a lot. That's only published by them. Um... I have to try that again. And when I played it, I loved a lot of it, but something was missing for me, but I don't remember it well enough to... And I think I couldn't articulate it at the time either. So, but I think it's been long enough that I'm just going to play that again. Actually, yes, that's a good plan for the weekend. I'm just going to play that. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, figure out if I actually like it more than I thought, or what's what I actually... Was there something that the ending was a bit of a letdown or that it was not as interesting as it was made out to be through the... I don't know. It feels like one of those that I really liked, but there was something just a little bit short in some area. That's sort of what I remember from that. But it was a really good game. and I really, It also kind of nails that sort of sci-fi aspect that I really like about Philip K. Dick. So that's absolutely a very recommended title. That sounds interesting. So what is Wendersil saying? I know the feeling that uh, is the nice thing about streaming. You can interact with the viewers. Yes. I don't know what that in reference to. Oh, that, that is <laughs> a, 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 like the f- or viewership now. Right, yes. And on the topic of feel-good games, Sonic the Hedgehog for the Sega Master System is, is one of the feel-good games for me. It was one of the first games I really played. I only got to play that in. in I played a Sonic game. I only played that in the um, in the shop mm. in shops where you could like test play it. And we we went uh, <laughs> always to the same 
the same, uh, what was it? Grosso or something like that, like Kaufhaus. And they had like a, <laughs> a, a, a toys area and then they had like two two consoles you could play on and most of the time like one was broken. <laughs> but uh, yeah, we, we tried to go there as often as we could to play and then there we, we got to play uh, Sonic and that was always, always like a lot of fun. I'd really like to have like another game like that um, and looking at uh, the Super Mario games, I think um, the Spielgefährten played recently. Mm. That looked like a lot of fun, like the Mario Galaxy. That's something I could really get behind, but of course I don't have the hardware for that, so probably not. Like the the the, the indie platformers you can get on PC, they're yeah, also hard. They're not not really feel good games. To relax, there, there are more challenges for hardcore gamers, and I'm not really interested in that too much. I like the, I really like that what I saw from the Mario Galaxy stuff. Mm. Just like easy, fun challenges that you can get through, like Mario 64. Like that, there, there is a challenge, but you can master it. Sometimes you get hit. Most of the times you don't get hit, and it's, it has this <laughs> keeps you in the flow with with um, it keeps you interested with like creative levels and interesting obstacles, and just like feel good game mechanics, like mechanics that feel good. I mean, <laughs> not feel good mechanics. Yeah, I, I think I could could have another one of those. Yeah, it's I also have the problem of just not having the the systems to play these things on. Mm. Um, I mean, I bought myself a Nintendo 64 very late in life, <laughs> mm. and mostly to play Ocarina of Time and Mario Party on it. And now it's broken for some reason; it just doesn't turn on anymore. Mm. Uh, but, but yeah, so I did never played many of the Nintendo things. I only did that when I like discovered emulators and stuff. So, mm. um, which one is that? Yoshi Island. I think it's Super Mario World Two, Yoshi Island, or something like that. That is an awesome game. Yeah, Oof, I love that one. That's great. Um, and what was the other one? I feel like I played another one. I mean, of course, on Game Boy, I had the Super Mario Land too. Was it? We looked that up recently, right? And it wasn't that world. It was Land. Yeah. The one where you then fight a warrior is your warrior, Oreo. Somehow that sounds like warrior. <laughs> <laughs> um, in the castle, in the end. Uh, that oh, I love that. Mm. That was one of. I mean, it was one of the only two games that I had for Game Boy, but it was my favorite, next to Pokemon, which was the other one. Yeah. <laughs> um, and with Sonic, it's. I've never actually played one of those games. I wanted to look at it, but it's one of those series where I'm now so confused, which one is which. Like, I think I ha actually have like a Sonic collection in my Steam library, oh. and I tried to file it up one, but I was so confused by what I was looking at. Mm. It's sort of like, like with Resident Evil. I don't know which is the first Resident Evil game. <laughs> right. I can't figure it out. I've looked at it, I've read Wikipedia articles, and I can't, I can't figure out which is the first Resident Evil. And it's like, it's a mystery. <laughs> It just it doesn't look like this is the one, and then I'm like, is this it or is this like the third one? It's, like, <laughs> it's so it's very confusing. <laughs> but yeah, um, 
Actually, what else do I have in my... Ooh. Oh. Trackmania? Oh, God, yes. You forgot uh, Trackmania. <laughs> Jesus, how did I forget? Okay, because it's not a story game, but that is mm. probably the game that I have played most in my life. Trackmania, I play that, and I still play that. I recently played it again. It's especially <laughs> Trackmania Sunrise. It's just the best racing game ever made. Hmm. And it's because, I mean, I don't like straight-up racing games. They're boring. I love that Trackmania just goes batshit with everything. Yeah. Especially the platforming and it's... Where the challenge is not, are you first? I mean, those are also fun in them because the levels are just... Mm. <laughs> bonkers. Um, but especially a platform one where you get gold medal for never having to restart. So it's just impossible jumps that you have to land perfectly and have to do that several times to get into the goal. And it's, it's so nice. And the Trackmania Sunrise, I love the car models. I love the environments, mm. especially the Lamborghini ones. And it's so sunny and beautiful. And and it's mm, and that doesn't run on modern systems. I like have a dedicated... I mean, I managed to make this work by... Um, importing you can download all the maps and then import them in trackmania united but oh, okay. i once actually had a dedicated machine for trackmania <laughs> trackmania. <laughs> yes it was just because of the stupid copyright protection it was like star force or whatever Ugh, weird thing. Yeah. And it's so annoying and it never i mean it never stopped me from playing the games it just stops me now from doing it legitimately yeah. i would buy this game have i bought it i don't know Probably if you have problems with that. I actually never never played any racing games at all, except I think Burnout Paradise, because yeah, that it, too. because that has the challenges where you have to to make as much damage as possible or something. Yeah, I didn't to... play that for long because it kind of lost its appeal. Mm. But I love that you have those varied challenges and that yeah. you start them by being at a stoplight and then just going into uh, like letting your back wheel yeah, spin yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then that starts the challenge yeah. and of course that it has the the paradise city um song from guns and roses oh, okay it's a title yeah. track and i always thought that was really cool yeah it's cool <laughs> i think I, I only played like these challenges where you could ram into each other and we played it. I think we played that or another game like on in a, on LAN party once. Mm. But I got like immediately so bored that I just turned around and, and drove into the other direction to hit the cars. <laughs> <laughs> and nobody except me liked that, so we never <laughs> tried a racing car game again. <laughs> yeah. What I was thinking about was Lego Island, the first one. Oh right, my brother played it a lot, and I. I can't get it to run anymore. Ooh. I would so love to play it, but I mean, I can get it to run, but it doesn't work. Like uh, in some versions, okay. I can't use the controls. In other versions, I can use the controls, but I can't interact with other people. And it's like, I, I just want to play Lego Island again. It's so awesome. <laughs> that was so much fun when I was a kid. Hmm. And the second one was never as good as ridiculous. Right? It should be. It's, nah, but that was so cool. Like, of course, I always play Pepper, and then you have a skateboard, and you deliver pizza, and then you do several missions, and then there's, like, an elaborate racetrack, even. Yeah. It's very, what was it? Uh, Raymond, Raymond Rush. That was also a lot of fun. It's, it's Raymond, but it's a game where you, I think, is it an auto-run, and you just have to, like, yeah. navigate? I think... 
I think we talked about yeah, that. Yeah, that's um, that's why I know the title because I didn't remember what the title was, and then when we talked, I, <laughs> I eventually found it. Um, that was that was also cool because they're very interesting, elaborate levels. I guess what bothers me about racing games is that they're just like Gran Turismo and stuff like that. It's just it's so plain hmm. and like super boring. It's, ugh. And, uh, for me, for me, it's 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 this, it's this fixation on cars, and cars are so cool. And I feel like <laughs> like I'm I'm a gay guy looking at like the Miss America or something because it doesn't do anything for me. <laughs> I look at these cars and I think, well, okay, it has four wheels. Let's go. Why do I have to watch it from all sides? <laughs> it's okay. I, I get it. I can drive it. Let's go. Yeah. I mean, I, there are a couple of cars I like and I I find pretty. And I'm not sure why, but all other cars, I don't care. Either way. So, when this is saying... Uh, I remember, Crabman, I have to thank you for showing Mindfold Garden. I mm. recently finished it and it was a really cool experience. And on the topic of how they achieved some of the stuff in the game, the dev streams sometimes about it, and there are some YouTube Ooh. videos you can find. Oh, I'm gonna have to look at it. But yes, that was a really, which we have to thank Jana for because yeah. uh, she suggested it when we had our reverse game jam. Interestingly, and couldn't think of anything but antichamber. <laughs> <laughs> Interestingly enough, uh, the Creative Crowbar also talked about that game recently. Mm -hmm. Well, it just came out on Steam, I think. Oh, uh, just okay. uh, Mine for two ago? Yeah. Yeah. Something like that. I think it was on Epic for a while or something like that. I don't know. It's a cool game. But it, honestly, I don't have any motivation to play it. It's pretty, but it, it kind of... I'm not sure why I should play it, you know? It's similar to the Risk of Rain. We watched like uh, Spielgefährten play Risk of Rain and it doesn't look appealing at all. Not really However, not. I think it's a lot of fun. I think if you if you're getting into it because the the graphics like the visuals are, are secondary, I guess mm. I think it's it's more the, the this loop of yeah. like shooting, evading, upgrading. I think that's just not my type of game to begin with. Mm. I yeah, I, I usually like that a lot, so I can see myself getting into that. But yeah, just like buying, installing, it's just too much effort. I <laughs> don't <laughs> <laughs> even if I would do that yeah, at the time but yeah release is yeah. only a couple of weeks huh. if even and then is maybe it? i'll have time not, let's not think about how, how much time it is but you said you're done so it's yeah. fine you can yeah. slow down now it's okay yeah, i still have to do a couple of things at least the spells the enemies the potions like the potion, yeah, but if you consider the, how much you put in just this and week, the options and the yeah, it's really this the last few weeks. <laughs> I mean, wow! If I ever could work like that every day, we we would like shoot out two games a year or so, <laughs> something like that. Maybe even four. Who knows? Yeah, but that's not feasible. Uh, so yeah, that's. Hmm. Hmm. It is a lot of fun. 
Yeah. yeah, well, it's uh, it's not my my style of game. I'm, I am hmm. obviously much more into the hmm. easygoing yeah. narrative, risk of rain, yeah, risk of rain type thing. Yeah. Yes, I, I I like that. I, I can see myself playing that with with a friend. I think like yeah, as you as you said in your stream, uh, Friedrich, um, you need a couple of people. Or Jana said that you need probably like three four people to really have fun with it, or if you have to play easy mode, which mm. looked a lot more appealing, <laughs> to be honest, there was just more happening. Um, yeah. um, Will there be a funny release stream for the wizard, similar to your announcement stream? Well, I don't know about funny. Yeah, I was wondering <laughs> too, was that funny? We are dead serious that day. <laughs> yeah, and we were also super nervous, so I feel like that was actually really boring. I think um, it was one of the worst ones we made, yeah. Absolutely. I, like, I tried to go through that to find some snippets to cut out, but it was so tedious, everything, and so... Uh. Yeah. <laughs> Well, maybe. I don't know what we're going to do. But yeah, probably. We're going to do something. I mean, we are releasing it on a Friday. We have our hoot out on a Friday. Is it a Friday? Yes. Oh. Okay. Yeah, Saturday. But it could no, be Friday. No, no, we can't release on a weekend. All right. So we can either do it before or after right, the right, weekend. That was the idea. Yeah. So Friday. So. Yeah. And there's always also the mag, so. Yeah. So I guess we are streaming. Cool. And so I guess we're going to talk about the game or whatever. Mm. <laughs> Um, so yeah, maybe yes. we can find someone who, who has no ideas of games and played, and then just watch them play because I don't want to replay the game again. And I don't want to watch you because you know everything yeah. as well. And I just if get we, upset if you if you don't play optimally. <laughs> if we would just see the thing is, my wife is coming like two weeks after that. Uh. If we, uh, so maybe we have to move it. Yeah, that uh, settled that <laughs> so that my wife can play the game on stream. <laughs> But I don't know. That should be possible, right? We know people. Do we? I feel like we do. I mean, I can't prove it because I haven't seen anyone but you in a year. But, yeah. Hmm. We'll do something. We'll... Sure. Of course. We always do something. Should be... Should be fun, hopefully. And... Well, let's let's not overpromise. <laughs> well, if you find this fun, if you thought the last one was funny, then you'll be you'll be delighted. Yeah, it's not gonna get worse. I think, <laughs> I think there's nowhere to go but up. <laughs> we'll see what, what state I'll be at that point. Hmm. Yeah, I wonder. I wonder if this it's gonna feel like anything. Yeah, it's always like the release is, is this you 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 finish and then you you are you are waiting for something for the world to react for for a bang or and then it's just nothing. And you yeah, I mean especially because I feel like with the announcement at least there was something new. But now we've announced it. Hmm. We have a and it's just in the same way like how. Nobody wishlists the game and nothing has changed. And we're not actually going to be done working on it. So it's going to be like, mm. it's just another day. Yeah, okay, now it's live. You can buy it. But I guess just as few people are going to do that, and we're going to still have to develop it. So it's like just another day, probably. But, right? but now people can buy it. So that is a change. We can, we can watch 
the numbers go up um, just like we're watching the wish list go up like yeah but we could do like a, a drinking game out of it like so every, take, take a sip for every <laughs> take a shot for every <laughs> We would probably fun. survive that, and that's yeah, what scares think, me. <laughs> so either way, it's going to be good. <laughs> hmm. Yeah. I actually haven't thought about that. I guess yeah. it should be some kind of celebration, right? Yeah. yeah. Do we have that in the budget, a celebration? <laughs> the budget? No. <laughs> but we'll think of something. We can, like, buy another brand of beer for that occasion good stuff maybe where well, says you know how i am with games it's a nope from me okay <laughs> um but that's the point someone who plays it who does not know this by heart and how to do it perfectly but i guess it's it's a bit like rough on stream <laughs> with the developers in your uh, breathing on in your uh, back of the neck back of the head how do you say that back of, yeah Breathing uh, down your neck? Breathing down your neck, right. Mm. It's gotta be a, like a bad experience, <laughs> for sure. Uh, well, uh, someone should just play it while we just sit around and talk about whatever. Hmm. And there's nice visuals instead of just us here. Mm -hmm. mm. Yeah. Gonna, Still without our... Yeah, I mean, someday we're gonna uh, get something for this. Yes. Yeah, but we're gonna release the game first. <laughs> then yeah, we need money. We'll so. see how much money we have, we have left. <laughs> so, um, buy in you know yeah. copious numbers, and yes, then yes. we can finally it's, afford. It's like, a, a great uh, Christmas gift, by the way, for for your nephews, your kids, your parents, your grandparents, everyone. It's a game for the whole family. Absolutely. Yeah. Mm. Absolutely. Yeah. I have another, like, uh, a pretentious question. Yes, please. So, uh, no, it's not a pretentious question. I have an answer prepared that's pretentious. <laughs> the question is normal. <laughs> so, all right, all right. I was, I was thinking about this a, a while back. Um, if people ask you, what do you do uh -huh. for a living? What do you tell them? Video games. And I say, wow, how... <laughs> What are you doing? How do you do video games? Are you playing video games? That's to make usually money? what they ask. Me. Interesting. So you yeah. just play games all day. And yeah. like, <laughs> I wish. <laughs> I saw that. By the way, I saw that earlier on Twitter. Um, uh, teach a man to play a game, and he'll have fun for a day. Teach a man to make games, and he'll never have fun again. <laughs> I actually wanted to post it in there. So, sounds about right, yeah. <laughs> um, no, but why? If, if people want you to explain what you're, you're doing, like, what are you actually doing? Do you have, do you tell them anything? Or uh, you, I, do I think I do, depending on, like, I do tell them that I make games, that I write them and do everything with them. Mm. And I also think I start to explain that sometimes I make silly nonsense, sometimes I make something about something. Mm. Um, and sometimes I show them something like I'm always like, oh, yes, I have several games on my phone. Look at this. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> huh. So what's what what why what well, what would you do in that? Situation? Usually I concentrate on the game design part, <laughs> <laughs> and then I tell them that I used to tell them that game design is basically like writing the rules of a board game. Mm -hmm. um, that I do that, but now I found that that's 
better explanation would be like to um, that it's like drafting the the blueprints of uh, what's it called um, Baumhouse Treehouse Treehouse <laughs> Treehouse yeah <laughs> and then going and building it yourself yeah. but the with with the advantage that you can as a, you you draft basically the blueprint, and then the com then someone else builds it for you, uh -huh. and then you can see if it holds up or if it falls down and explodes into pieces, and then you can can look at your blueprint again and say, all right, it's gonna be there. There's another uh, piece of wood that has to be here, so it holds up, and then you rebuild it and change it a little bit, and then you let it build someone else again, and then you look at it. You need to try it out a little bit, jump on the edges and see if it's fun or not. And then you go back to your blueprint and draw in a couple of new stuff and then you let it build again. And yeah, just to explain them like the process of what, how developing a software mm. basically. And then they out. look at you confused and just walk away. But I never had to tell it <laughs> anyone because I thought of the idea and then nobody asked me anymore because of course I haven't seen anyone. So but it yeah. feels like a very complicated way to say you're basically the Arctic architect. Yeah, but yeah, it's, yeah. Well, it's the architect like has to do like everything perfectly once, and then someone else builds it, and then that's it's finished now. And then maybe there are changes here and there, but game design, especially if you don't do it like this top-down approach, that people like. <laughs> weird German companies do uh, that I had to do all my life until I, we started hypnotical. Now it's more than more, more like making a blueprint, trying it out, changing the blueprint, trying it out again. I thought like this iteration, maybe that's a good image for people to understand what I'm really struggling with. It sounds needlessly complicated. Yes. Damn it. <laughs> No, I never explain in that detail what I do. As I say, I make games and I assume people know what games are. And when you ask me, oh, what do you do now? Well, I, I'm often asking. I write them, I design them, and then I make them. And that's about it. And well, nobody has ever said, but how? But if, <laughs> if someone asks me how I make games, then I have to go in all detail. <laughs> it's like they're opening the doors for all my details, so... Mm-hmm. 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 That's how it is. Now I got to tell you this and um, you got to make fun of it. So yes. we all win. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So you just wanted to share that basically because yeah. no one has asked you and so yeah. on. <laughs> that's that's exactly what so I you had to ask yourself. <laughs> so I did that several times, but it got annoying and boring. So now I asked you to ask me. So <laughs> worked out fine. I just I just usually show a couple. I don't think anybody cares about the underlying thing. They're just seeing the thing. Yeah, I want them to, to really know what I'm doing when I'm sitting in my room the whole day. Like my flatmates, for example. They want to have a bit more of... Wait, when does I still go? Yeah. Actually, it's time for the spell, isn't it? Yeah. 
when does it go? So I guess we can stop now, right? Exactly. What's the point? I mean, I guess. Wait, Indiana might still be there. Well, they they'll be so. painting their room the whole night through, so can't, <laughs> can't wait for them. <laughs> um. Yeah. Yeah. So that was fun, I guess. I feel like we lived up to the title. Because I couldn't think of anything else, so that was really last second grasping. Um, yeah, wasn't too too hectic. No depressing topics as of yet. Yep. Maybe next time. Who knows? <laughs> <laughs> wow. Just had to end with that, huh? We're not <laughs> offline yet. <laughs> couldn't <laughs> hold it in anymore. All right, then. Then thanks for joining us, yes. everyone. And thanks for listening. Join our Discord. Go to our website. Play our games. Um, nothing else. Yeah. Wishlist the wizard with hard edition on Steam. And have a good weekend. Yes. And then we'll meet again next week, which is going to be the last time before release. <laughs> So that's my way of not actually saying the time it's going to take, but so you know. <laughs> Bye! Bye-bye!